Well, good oh, okay. Well, good evening, everybody. How are you going? You doing okay? It's a bit cool now. The rain has stopped a little bit, and um, a few drips coming down through the roof there onto a few people. If you're feeling a bit warm, find a spot where there's water dripping down and sit under that. That'll, um, you know, we could do a baptism at the same time. Problem solved. So, hey, you are small, and I'm going to give you a, a, a challenge tonight. You, we are small in number, but we have no masks on. Sorry, we're small in number, we have no masks on. So that means I can see your face. So you cannot hide behind there, like, yawning anymore. I'm expecting tonight for you to be able to, like, I want to see your face, I want to see you happy, I want to see you cheering, I want to see you doing all those things, because um, it's, been a, it's been a long couple of weeks, and, um, and that's okay. We are, um, just a couple of things before we start. You know, we're kicking off um, on Wednesday night our Worship for Lent. Um, it was supposed to be last um, Wednesday night we were going to start that, but we can't, we couldn't because we were flooded out. And uh, so, but this Sunday, uh, Wednesday night from 7 to 8, we're going to meet here for an hour and just worship God and just uh, give up some time um, for Lent uh, leading up to Easter. We're going to do it every Wednesday night leading up to, uh, to Easter and, and just see what God says to us personally, collectively, and, um, and, and how that all works. A bit like we did for our week of worship. Just come together and spend some time with God. I'm looking forward to that. After the service, we're going to take up an offering for the churches in Lismore. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about that later on. Next Sunday is the Robinsons' last Sunday and they finally get to go back to Uganda. Now, you can cheer about that, not because they're leaving, but because they get to go back. And uh, so that's exciting. So how long have you been here, Janine? Over two years. Two years and two months. So it's time to go back and uh, do what they need to do back there. And uh, so this Saturday, um, um, we're going to put a post up on our, uh, our Facebook page. There's one on our, one of our other pages. Um, if you want to say farewell to Craig and Janine down at uh, Brittany's shop, Concord Street Coffee, uh, downtown from four o'clock, is it four o'clock onwards? Just come and say goodbye and uh, catch up with them and we'll be farewelling them in church on Sunday as well, which will be lovely. And... Um, you know, Amanda preached over the last two uh, Sundays about endurance. And, uh, and you know, I was, I was all fired up. I knew what God had told me to preach about. I was going to preach on Job tonight uh, because, you know, that was going to be the follow-on from, from that for me. And, um, but, you know, I had that all ready. I was ready to go knowing that we had a grandchild coming soon. And so I was super prepared. And uh, at two o'clock this morning, God said, you know, I only speak to you on Sundays. Uh, so I had to retract this morning and go a whole different direction. And, you know, tonight I, I feel like God was saying to me, people in our nation, in our church and in our world have heard enough about endurance for this week. They need some hope. They need some good life stories. They need some good stories. They need some um, feel good, cheer up, yay, we can make it, get there type thing. And so that's what I'm going to do tonight. Um, I'm going to do that. So who's been feeling over the last like few weeks? It's been crazy. It is a crazy season. If you talk to anybody um, around the, the country, pastors um, in our movement and that sort of thing, they're all saying, like, it is just nuts. 
what's been happening in our world in the last two years. And especially for us in Maribor, I know other places have copped it a lot worse than us, but you know, we backed up two weeks, two, two floods in six weeks, you know, and uh, people are just fragile. And so we need to be a community of influence. We're believing this year is 2022, the year of influence. We want to be the biggest influence in people's lives about how they can come through those times and do um, the next season of their life really well. I know I was just stuck on Granville Island for seven days and um, I could stand on my street and I could see water 250 metres that way. I could see the water at uh, the Granville School a kilometre that way. And if I turned this way, I could see the level of the river down the paddock beside our house. And uh, we couldn't go anywhere. And we, we were just stuck there. And I'll tell you what, after seven, nearly eight days of being stuck over there, I was over it. I was over just not being able to go anywhere. And, um, and I know a lot of people are feeling the same way and a little bit trapped. So we're going to have a look at some feel-good stories tonight. Mightn't be super deep and spiritual tonight. Are you okay with that? You can't hide behind your mask anyway. So if I see you yawning or whatever, too bad. I'm going to come down there and slap you. So no, I wouldn't do that. Over the next four weeks, though, we're going to do a series on influences out of the Bible. Um, people, uh, characters in the Bible who influence us. So you're going to hear me speak about someone next week and then Simon and Chris and Glennis uh, are going to share about uh, people who are influences from um, the Bible. And, and I believe that if we want to walk into a year of influence, we better get ready. We better start getting ourselves more than ready for the things that God wants us to do because it's not going to be the way that we think it's going to be. It's going to look really different. It's going to, maybe we're asked to do something we wouldn't normally do or things that look different to what they should be. And I'm believing that God wants to influence us in, um, make us influences in an incredible way. And so, which I'm excited about. I'm excited about that journey. You're all sounding very quiet tonight. I'm feeling like I'm just standing up here on my own. So, yeah, that's okay. You know, um, I'm just going to speak sort of from my heart tonight and we're going to share a few things um, about the, the floods and, and what's been going on in our nation. But, you know, we've got some friends talking about hope, um, people who are great um, givers of hope. Some, some of our friends that we have out west, you know, one of, one of our friends, Ricky, who's in our church in Blackall, um, stood there and watched the house on her property burn to the ground and still can say God is good. And out of that has written a book about how to come back from those things. It's something that we're going to get as a church and start uh, giving out to people when it's published. You know, but she could have given up and said no. You know, like this is too much. We've got another friend out there who lives on a property, Judy and Carl, her husband. And you know, their son was killed in a, a plane crash. And, um, and they say God is good. And every Easter they run a camp on their property. Um, inviting Christians to come out and celebrate the goodness of God. Now, I don't know, after hearing that story that Paul said, you know, like you lose a child, sometimes it'd be easy just to walk away from God and say, you're not that good. You're not that good, God. You know, we've got another friend out there, Kylie, um, who was down visiting her parents with her four, with her four children. And uh, three children, or four, I'm not sure whether they had three or four at the time, and um, went down and found out she was pregnant and her husband was killed in a, a glider crash while she was down on the Sunshine Coast. And, you know, still worship leads in church and still has a hope in Jesus Christ. 
And sometimes we just need to learn to endure. Sometimes we need to learn just to keep walking and moving forward, even though sometimes we don't feel like that's what we want to do. And uh, on the way to Brisbane on Saturday, we were just uh, reminiscing, I suppose, back over the days that Manda was talking about while we were driving. We just went back and, and reminisced over those days. And, you know, the more we reminisced, uh, the, the worse they became. Um, but we just moved forward from them because we need to live in hope. And we need to believe that God is good, that God has a future, and that what is behind us is behind us, and what's in front of us is in front of us. And if we want to be influencers for the kingdom of God, then we need to just step up and start believing that God is going to do something great. Who sitting here tonight has not been through something that they would consider tragic? Who has been through something they would consider tragic? So there's plenty of us sitting here tonight who came out in the midst of a storm to celebrate the hope of Jesus Christ tonight. And so you're in a good place and God's got a great group of influencers ready to go in this church to do something awesome. Are you with me? But tonight I want to talk about heroes or zeros. Heroes or zeros. James, you can... Um, I don't know. No, that's all right. In the words of our A2A president, Tim O'Neill, pandemics, lockdowns, droughts, mice plagues, floods... Services cancelled, complex issues, differing perspectives, online connections, massive disruptions probably sum up the last two years for many churches, their leaders and their people. And yet the spiritual interest and hunger of many out the, outside the church has surged. Isn't that exciting? Even though we have walked through one of the toughest seasons as a, as a church body in the last two years, the church is still growing. That deserves a clap. Come on. The church is still moving forward and we're still doing something great. I'm excited about that. Our first, um, our first youth group night back after being away um, and having the kids away and the pandemic and all of that, we walked straight back into 90 kids. That was then. People are hungry about the things of Jesus Christ. And normally, you know, um, uh, kids are searching. Every week we've got kids searching for Jesus more and more because they live in an uncertain world. Many churches across our nation have realised and shown that demonstrating Jesus to our community goes well beyond our Sunday services. We are seeing in so many ways a shift from um, a shift and exception of people coming to church to that of the church going to where the people are and where the needs are. Where well, I like that. Isn't that great? The church isn't here on Sunday nights only. It's out there every day of the week and we have to go out there and find the people who need us and start doing what God has called us to do. We are the church. When we are his people gathering together as, as his hands and heart, taking his love as well as his good news to those who don't know him. Not one of us would have wanted or asked for this disruption we have seen over the last two years. The hard, the difficulty, the stress, the pain, but through it all, God is, I believe, doing a new thing and it's beautiful. And his people have become conduits through which his love that we have received is being poured out. I want to be part of that. I believe God is doing something new in our lives and in our church and in the churches in general and in our our nation and I want to be part of that and start to see God use us as conduits to flow through like Mark said you know we want to be a church that has enough finances to be able to give and do and go and become and get all the things done that needs to get done with no exception 
2022, the year of influence for Powerhouse Church. I was talking to um, another A to A pastor's wife and uh, was reading about her story and she said they went and prayed and asked God what the year was for them there in Kyogle. And uh, she said she's a person who likes to put things in boxes and so she likes structure words, um, you know, all those things. And when she went to God and said, God, what's the word for our church this year? And um, God said, kindness. And she said, that's too fluffy for me. That's a too fluffy word for me. I want something structural, you know. But here they are in the midst of one of the greatest tragedies that they've had down in that area as a church being able to show kindness to all those people all around them. God knows what he's doing. God's got it sorted. So if I was standing on the beach and God said to Amanda and I, it's the year of influence, it's not just to put it up on the wall. It's what he meant for our church. It's what he wants for us. That's the direction that he wants us to go in. But tonight I want to have a look because, you know, so often we, we hear stories, all the bad stories. Poor old Anastasia. I'm not a political person and I don't really get into it. But, you know, when she closed the schools the other day um, in, um, on, on, for Friday, you know, everybody hated her. Everybody loved her. Everybody thought she did the right thing. Everybody thought she did the wrong thing. Some people wanted to lynch her. Some people wanted to hug her. Some people wanted to... A poor woman. We hear all of the bad stories along the way. And, you know, I thought tonight it would be good if we heard some good news stories. Is that okay? When Billy Curry, this is, these are recent from these floods, okay, from this year. So these aren't back further. These are right here, right now. When Billy Curry arrived by boat at Mackenzie Street, Lismore on Monday, he saw what he described as a bad dream. Some photos have got up behind me. You can have a look. What was once a suburban street had turned into a river, its currents and rapids and the water brown and deep. While emergency crews in high-vis gears, um, crude boats, waved laps at the treetops and the power lines. Have we got a photo up there? Or we haven't struggled getting it up? Doesn't matter. And the RSL Life Care home that located the aged uh, people down the road, windows were slowly disappearing beneath the rising water. There was water on the second and the third floor, Curry says, and you couldn't see the water. Um, it was so high, it had become a total lagoon. Now this man, Curry, a 46-year-old marketing manager, is not from Lismore. He lives 40 minutes away in Lennox Heads and he saw countless posts by the Lismore locals calling out for help on the SES Facebook page and decided to hitchhike into town to help. What a hero. 46-year-old accountant decided, I need to do something about this. So he hitchhiked into town to help. I have a life-saving background for 20 years, he said, and life-saving is natural for me. He arrived at Lismore at 10.45am and found a friend from Lennox Heads and, uh, who was also keen to help out. While talking with SES members and other volunteers, the pair learned of the retirement home on Mackenzie Street and they joined in the rescue team. For the next three and a half hours, they lifted 64 elderly people through a window onto a slippery, slippery veranda roof and down, a, down two metres into a boat. Many of the residents were anxious, confused, and some of them could not walk. Curry said, so the task of carrying each person out the window and handing them down to the boat was very difficult. 
They tried to make makeshift stairs to get people out the windows made up of microwave, a small table and a larger table. When that didn't work, they began to just put people in sheets and lift them out the window onto the roof. The risk of falling through the roof was um, terrible and if you fell through the roof with an older person, it wasn't going to end well. But with the sun going down, it was their only chance and they kept handing them out the window into the boat until they were all gone. The rescue crew was made up of SES volunteers, army personnel, one female police officer who started work Sunday evening and hadn't slept, a boat driver, aged care facility workers and other volunteers. You can't understand, he said, how severe it was. I had to stand back and have a look at the, quant the quantity of the depth of water and the disaster that was in front of me. In the midst of all that bad news, we have heroes out there doing something great. What an awesome man. I'm assuming this is him here somewhere. Go back, please, James. I figured out I think this was him here. But, you know, what a great man. We hear all of the devastation and everything. We don't hear about the great things that people do. Another two heroes. These remarkable stories of survival include the rescue of an elderly woman inside her flooded home in Lismore from two senior police officers from the Oxley Police District. Alongside SES volunteers, the officers made their way down Barn Street yelling for any sign of life. According to a statement posted on the Facebook of the New South Wales Police, they heard a faint call from inside a home with water up to the eaves and the house um, was underwater. One of the officers dove, dove through an open window and found a 93-year-old woman floating on a mattress with only 20 centimetres between her and the roof. The woman was pulled back through the window onto a boogie board and dragged to safety on a rescue boat. Wow, what a hero that policeman was for doing that. They put their own life at risk. We hear all the bad stories, we hear all the horrible stuff, but tonight I just wanted to talk about a bit of hope so we can just think, wow, there are good people out there. There are people doing some really great stuff. Lewis Holman of Hol Lewis Holman Electrical, he spent the past several days on civil, civil, similar rescue missions in a boat with two collies checking homes for stranded people. That's the Next couple of next photo there. You know, they just rode around looking for people who they could save at no thought for their own life. You know, there were Sikh volunteers. Australia prepared meals for those hit by the floods in Lismore at their temple in Woolongabba. Woolongalula. Uh, and the, whatever that is, I don't know where that is. W O O L G O L G A. Well, we'll go on, yeah, that place. Anyway, wherever they were meeting in their temple, they were cooking food there, and that was lovely of them. And the helping hands are coming um, from beyond the states too. A team of nine Sikh volunteers Australia drove from Victoria to New South Wales overnight to provide fresh meals and water to the Lismore community hit by the floods. They left Melbourne at 6am on Tuesday and arrived in at 4am on Wednesday. There they prepared food at their temple and then they drove it to Lismore and served it to the affected communities. Wow. What sort of heroes are they to just do that? People just jump in their cars and drive all night to get somewhere. Left at 4 o'clock Tuesday and arrived at 4am on Wednesday. Heroes on the ground. 
update from our Ascended Church, one of our A2A churches in, uh, in Lismore. Beck is doing an amazing job with a great team of volunteers cleaning out the church. What a massive mess. Another pastor, Bernie Winters, I think it's uh, the pastor's wife, is doing an incredible job with food and has an awesome team. Uh, she's there somewhere. I think she's in, not that one, the next one. This is her here. Um, listen to this. She has an awesome team. We are delivering over 3,000 meals a day. 3,000 meals a day. And we have a team taking them out, doing lunches and dinners. Wow. Dave and Nat Atkinson, these guys, both new to their role. Literally, Dave transitioned as, into the pastor three weeks ago, and Nate is the new principal this year. Bit of a baptism of fire for them both. They have been rocks for all of us. And again, um, and, and this guy here carrying in, in the blue shirt there, they are saying he hasn't been, he's working in the floods, but he hasn't been back to his own home yet because it's still underwater. What a hero, knowing that his life is destroyed, but he's out there serving other people. These are the heroes in our nation that we don't talk about. These are the heroes that are out there influencing what, what goes on, and they just get up and they do it. They're being heroes, not zeros. I, wonder, I don't want to be the zero in 2022. I want to be the hero, getting out there, doing something and making a difference. Convoy of Hope is the next photo. Convoy of Hope and Global Care are set up at a school um, as their base and they're sleeping in one of the classrooms and they're partnering with the church, one of our churches, um, our church um, on the Gold Coast and uh, that's who we're going to be donating the money to tonight to go to Centre Church in Lismore. Tomorrow, Hillsong Gold Coast are sending a team down so that they can clean up some places at Christian Life Kyogle Church. We have a landline, phones, computers and internet access for those who need to come in and make calls to loved ones and organise anything and access disaster relief. The church is also open for prayer and reflection and chats. We also have tea and coffee and a little bit of milk left, but we'll share it with you. Um, we have families and people who will be here to help you because we know you've lost everything and probably they have lost stuff as well. We've been through a lot in the last few years as churches and as individuals, but I wanted to share some good news stories tonight. If we go to the next slide there, you'll see this is our A to A churches in action and uh, all doing their bit to, um, to see God's kingdom come. These guys are from Ipswich um, and that's the pastor there uh, in the houses with a mop in his hand and just doing it. I said to you, it's not going to be a spiritual message tonight. It's going to be a message of hope that there is good people out there making a difference and we can do the same. We can do the same in this nation as well. We live in a blessed country and there are so many great and awesome people doing incredible things tonight and I just wanted to share a few of them. In our own town, people jumped in and just helped 
wherever necessary. If you were watching anything on the news and you saw any of our council workers um, there putting up that flood barrier and then taking it down and then having to put it up again and they just worked tirelessly to get that done. And not only that, as the flood water receded, they were there washing it down the streets, disinfecting our roads, washing our buildings and making sure that our city was back to the way it should be. They are the heroes that I want to talk about tonight. Our mayor was online all the time telling us exactly what's going on. I never once felt that I didn't know where we were at and what we were doing. You know, as a church ourselves, we were able to make a difference. You know, Mark was saying financially, we, 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 wanted, we just want to be a conduit through. You know, we, we were able to, we had a phone call about this business, as you see in behind us here, Mad Providence. You know, they, they just contacted us and said, we don't know whether or not we can survive two floods in six weeks. We need to keep trading. Can we trade out of your foyer? What was the answer? I didn't even have to think about it. Yes, absolutely, you can do it. You can do it without even a thought. Not at all. As a church, we did that for them. You know, we supported Ben and Brittany financially um, because that's what we could do for them. And uh, we don't want to be a church that holds back. We want to go and do what God wants us to do. Ian's wife, Michelle, she is a, um, a Briton. Uh, she's out there in the community, a dynamo. She's out there in the community meeting with people on the coal face and uh, often ringing me saying, as a church, can we do this? As a church, can we do this? Is it okay if I say yes to this? Can we do this as a church? Can we do this? What could we, if this comes off, can we do this? And the answer was always yes, because we want to be a church of influence. You know, in Hebrews 11, and I will put a scripture in just because then I won't get in trouble with anyone for not putting a scripture in there. You know, couldn't, couldn't do a message without a scripture, Chris, I'd get shot. You know, in Hebrews 11, it says, the heroes of the faith. And what more can I say? I do not have time to tell you about Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel and the prophets who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, gained what was promised, who shut the mouths of lions, quenched the fury of the flames and escaped the edge of the sword, whose weakness was turned into strength, whose battle, who, who's, who became powerful in battle, routed foreign armies, women received back their dead and they were raised to life again. That's the influence that I want to have. And there are so many more people in our nation, in our community, in our church who we could talk about tonight, but we just haven't got time to do that. But I want to be on the coalface of being a church of influence in 2022. You know, you want to put up the slides of the, the, the coffee shop back in there? It's amazing what you can do just to help people out. But the, these guys were just so grateful that we were able to open our doors and let them come in. We gave them a key and just said, you go for it. You do what you need to do. And Simon was here sorting them all out. They've done an amazing job. Drop in and have a coffee um, for them. I've told them they can stay put for the next three weeks and just until everything's sorted and they know what's going on and we know what's going on um, and they can just stay there and as a church, we'll support them and, and make that happen. Um, you know, and, and we want to be a church of influence we have to start loving on our community and getting outside the doors. The next slide I want to show you 
and I'm nearly finished actually, is the Kingdom City Church. This is in Gympie. This is the church that my nephew and my niece and her husband go to and the water went over that building. Uh, that's their church and uh, they have only been in there for 12 months and uh, it was devastating to see that. But you know, JL, the pastor of that church, who's a great friend of mine, um, every day was on Facebook doing a devotional, praying for people and saying there are people worse off than us. We want to make sure that our community is looked after. Ours can be the last building. It doesn't matter. Get into the community and do this and do it well. And at the height of the flood, his wife gave birth um, to a baby as well. And uh, they dedicated him this morning. But this is what he said. You can go to the next slide. Thanks, um, Eli. This is JL here. And these are his words this morning because they couldn't meet back in their building so they just went into the park and had church in the park. It was so good, he said, gathering outside this morning as the body of Christ. Church is not bound by a building, uh, a place, a time or a style. We are the church. We carry the church with us within our homes, within our workplaces and within our communities. That's what I want to be as a church. I want to be out there doing what needs to be done in our community and being part of everything that happens. If anything happened to our building here, you know, I, I believe that we would just be able to go and do something. We've got a great team. We are so versatile. We've done it, haven't we, Jess? You know, we've, we've packed up and moved to different places and done different things. You know, God wants us to be ready to go and do what he wants us to do. Church is not bound by a building, a place, a time or a style. We are the church. And that's what I want to say to you guys tonight. That as we move forward in a year of influence, let's start to believe we can do anything. As we move forward in a year of influence, let's start to believe that we can do anything. If everybody done their little bit, if everybody does their little bit, if everybody does their little bit, then we can achieve anything. Look what happened when the little boy gave his five loaves and two fish to Jesus and Jesus blessed it. He fed over 5,000 people, more than 5,000 people with five loaves and two fish. And what was, what was the story behind that? Availability. Availability. That little boy could have held on to what he had, but he gave it and in the hands of Jesus, it changed people's lives. And tonight... If we're walking into a year of influence and we're seeing hero after hero after hero, people after people after people doing something awesome, what can't we do? And tonight, if we decide to say, God, we will put our year of influence into your hands and take our hands off it and we will let you supernaturally do what you want to do. Wow. I don't know what can't happen. I don't know what can't happen. I'm excited about things. I mightn't sound excited. I'm pretty tired tonight, actually. But I am excited about the things that God is doing. You know, there is nothing that he can't do. He's a supernatural God. Let's start believing. Let's start dreaming. Let's start moving forward. Let's not put him in a box. Let's take the box off him and say, God, what do you want for us to do as a church? 
What do you want for us to do as individuals? What do you want me to give? What do you want me to say? What do you want me to have all around me? And you know, a few months ago, much to my own shame, I would say, we had an explosion out the front of our house of one of those transformer boxes that James Henderson has to come out and fix. And it went off like anything. It was so loud, I thought our whole house exploded. It just went bang. And it was so loud that everybody from the end of our street, we have 13 houses in our street this way, and probably 20 houses that way, and 20 houses that way, all just converged on the corner of our street. And as I looked around my street, I thought, I don't know you. I don't know you. You're my neighbour. I don't know you. I don't know you. You're two doors down. I don't know you. I don't know you. I don't know you. I know you, and I know you, and I know you, and I spend no time with you. And we made a decision. Boy, we should have a street party. We should have a street party and get some pop-up carols going there. And you know what? I was too busy to organise it. What a disgrace in a year of influence that I couldn't even pull together something in my own street and I didn't even know my own neighbours. And I am rectifying that. I am rectifying that. I've got building relationships now with people that I hadn't built relationships with before because it's not good enough in a year of influence to say I'm going to stay inside my house. Do I like going out and talking to people that I don't know and doing all those sort of things? No, I don't. I don't. It's not what I enjoy doing. I like being up here and I like being the evangelist. And then when someone else is going to pray, I hand it over to somebody else and you do all the dirty work. But it can't always be that way. There are people in my street. Now I've got to come down into their life and find out who they are and not go, oh, Chris, could you check out the people who live at Matthew Parade number 12 and find out a little bit about them for me and then come back and tell me and then I'll go and see what I can do about it. Not good enough that I don't know what's going on in my own street. And if we all did that, we could influence a nation. I feel sorry for Bob and Charlene. They've got a huge street. goes for like 3,000 miles. They'll be going for days and weeks and months. So you're, you're no better off, Ian. And you are, you, but at least you know some people in your street. So that's for sure. You know, what about the Hendersons? I was so impressed with the Hendersons at the pop-up carols. They, they had people at their place that, we, that they didn't know. Um, not just church people. We're pretty good at that, inviting all the church people around and having a little chin wag. But if we want to be a church of influence, we've got to start getting out of the zero and getting into the hero of getting into our own streets, into people's lives, sitting down, having meaningful conversations with people um, that we wouldn't normally have conversations with. And, um, you know, the times I've found that I've done that, people aren't as scary as you think. Not at all. We can do anything. And if we're going to influence our city and our state and our nation, we have to take and run with every opportunity that God throws our way. I'm inspired to do more and see more of what God wants us to do. And I don't know about you, but I want to set up an amazing future for the next generation 
below me. I want my grandson to grow up in an amazing world. I want my children to grow up in an amazing world. I want to be someone like in Hebrews 11 when they, get, when, when they start talking through the churches of Meribah, we rate right up the top as one that lived by faith and did stuff and changed the nation, changed the city and changed the state. And I really believe that's what God wants for us or else we'd be in the year of kindness or the year of do whatever you want or the year of who cares. But we're not. We're in the year of influence. And if you want to be an influence, then you need to start doing something about it. I need to start doing something about it. We need to get off our bums, get up, and start doing something about it. Oop, I said bum. Oop, there I said it again. Sorry. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> but tonight, as we close, we're going to take up a love offering um, to send to Centre Church in Lismore. And, you know... I would like to think that we would give generously tonight to these guys. They're building, I don't know whether or not you saw on our church Facebook page, they're building, but it is devastating. I cried when I saw the devastation in their building. I cried thinking when I saw their grand piano just sitting there covered in mud. When I saw their children's church just strewn all over the place and when Dave said look the floor's all warped um, it's, it's all warped and he was laughing a little bit I'm sure he was laughing through tears and uh, I just thought wow if as a church we can do something we get to come and meet here tonight um, and we get to sit in our warm very warm church building <laughs> and not have to worry about the floodwaters except for a few drips that come through the ceiling and, um, but tonight we're going to give generously and so as we close tonight I'm not going to have an altar call tonight I'm not going to um, do anything but I would love you to think about where do you stand in the year of influence what does God have for you in this year of influence are you prepared to step up and say okay God I'm going to step out of my comfort zone and do something that I've never done before to become the person that God created me to be and at the end of 22 say I'm not the zero I'm the hero